Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, I want to share with you five reasons why freight brokers lose customers, why they lose shippers, and how to avoid them. All right, so today, I'm going to share with you those five reasons. Here's my notes. We're going to go through these really quick. Lean in. Number one on the list, and this is one that a lot of people don't understand and don't think about, is that when you get a shipper, a customer that you're moving freight with, and you start moving those for a few loads, and you've been moving them for a few months or maybe even a year or more, you have to develop multiple relationships within that shipping organization at different layers. So let me give you an example. A shipping manager is kind of a lower to mid-level manager in that organization. A load planner, someone who is planning the loads in that organization is probably a little bit below that level in the organization from a rank perspective. The director of logistics or the vice president of supply chain is above that. So those are tiers. Those are levels. The reason why you want to develop at least three different relationships at three different levels within that organization is this. Let me explain it to you. You may have heard of, you may have run into this situation. You're doing business with a shipper and things are going great. And then all of a sudden, the shipping manager, logistics manager that you're dealing with, that you're working with, that you're friends with, that you have a great relationship with, quits, gets fired, moves to another department, and is no longer your contact in the shipping, transportation, and logistics department. So that, that pit in your stomach that you're feeling right now, because your contact is now gone, is the exact reason why many brokers will lose shippers, even if it's not because of poor service or any of the other four reasons I'm going to share with you today. So when that shipping contact turns over, again, they can get fired, they can get transferred, they can get promoted, no longer at the organization. Your relationship no longer has any power. If you are limited to just one primary contact, there's a high probability that when that person is replaced, you will lose that customer. All right, so that's number one. This is one that most people don't think about. Okay, this is a big one. Number two, you've heard me say this before, over-promising and under-delivering. Now, what does that mean? It means exactly that. It means you are overselling yourself. You are overselling your capabilities, your skills, your service, your abilities. When you oversell, it is a huge recipe for disaster because you are setting the wrong expectations with that customer. And when you don't deliver, it erodes your relationship and decreases trust. And trust or lack of trust or loss of trust is a major reason why a shipper will start looking for other providers. If they don't think they can trust you, then they can't afford to be doing business with you. So the secret to that, to preventing that, is to under-promise and over-deliver, right? So you want to make sure that you set solid, realistic expectations. Be honest and transparent and don't oversell yourself when asked a question or offered an opportunity. Number three, poor communications between the freight broker and the shipper can and does lead to customer turnover. All right. So you can lose a customer because of poor communications. Let me explain to you. One of the big reasons why customers will transition or leave a broker or any service provider for that reason is not being responsive. 
Now, what do I mean by that? They send you an email looking for a quote. You take two days to get back to them on that quote. That's not responsive, okay? They ask you a question about a status update on a shipment. You take four, six, eight hours to get back to them with a status update. They leave you a voicemail and you don't respond quickly. Those are examples of poor communications, right? The other thing is you have to learn to listen more than you talk. One of the big problems with salespeople in particular is they have a tendency to talk more than they listen. So you have to listen to truly understand what your customer's needs are. If you don't fully understand what their needs are because of your ability to communicate. And that doesn't mean always talking. That means listening. Communications is two primary tools, listening and talking. If you're not listening more than you're talking, you're going to miss it. You're not going to understand your customer needs. And those are just a few examples of how poor communications can convert and lead to lost revenue. All right. Number four, not acting on customer feedback. Okay. So let's say for example, you have a shipper, a customer that you've been doing business with. He or she gives you some sort of feedback. The feedback might be very simple. It might also be very complex or important to them. But that feedback, when they take the time to provide you feedback on the service that you're providing, you better evaluate the reasons why and take action. For example, it might be as simple as the shipper saying, hey, can you make sure next time your driver signs in at the gate? That's feedback. That's a process that they need fulfilled on their end. If your drivers don't do that, it's going to create issues. So that's a perfect example. Other ways, if you're in a construction zone or someplace where there's heavy equipment, make sure that your driver wears a safety helmet. That's feedback. That's important right? They've got insurance, they've got risk issues, they want to make sure they've got policies, procedures. If your drivers are not following that because you're not acting on that customer feedback, that's going to be a problem, all right? Those are all examples of feedback. The, one of the funniest ones I ever got, believe it or not, was feedback where a shipper came to me and said, hey, listen, can you make sure your drivers are using the bathroom inside the facility and not peeing in the parking lot? I mean, I know that seems funny and crazy and stupid, but had I not listened to that and made it an effort to ensure that drivers understood that was very important to my shipper, then we stood the chance of possibly eroding trust, making it seem or appear that I didn't care about the customer, I wasn't listening to them, and possibly lose the customer, all right? So that's number four on the list. And number five, becoming complacent is very easy especially when you've been doing business with a customer for an extended period of time. The problem is becoming complacent and getting too comfortable can cause you to skip steps, to cut corners, and to not follow the correct processes, steps, and things that you need to do in order to ensure a high level of service, right? So complacency causes you to skip steps. You get too comfortable and that can uh, cutting corners and, and cutting out steps that are important to that process can lead to service failures, right? Definitely can lead to service failures. 
And those service failures are going to fall back on you and going to erode those relationships. Okay. So here's what I want you to understand about complacency. And this is very common in business. You've been doing business with a company for an extended period of time. You get a great relationship with your contacts and you become a little bit complacent. You kind of sit back on your heels. You're not quite as sharp. Here's what you need to do every day when you come into the office. You need to remember that every one of your customers There are hundreds of brokers out there that would love to steal your customers. And if you are not giving 100% to those customers, to those relationships, anything less than that is going to put you at risk. So you have to realize that every day, there's always somebody out there that's trying to pick your pocket in business. That's called competition. It's healthy. It's good. It keeps you sharp. So that's why being complacent can be a huge, huge issue, okay? So those are the five big reasons why freight brokers can and do lose customers and shippers. But most of all, if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, right? I've trained over 10,000 students. Check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Been doing this for over a decade. I've personally done over $200 million as a freight broker and... Unlike anybody else in the industry, we offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee on Freightbroker Bootcamp. Check it out at freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.